0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast. My name's John. I'm here with Tiny. Hello. And we're here to bring you another episode of great, awesome, weird news stories that you've come to love. Mm -hmm. Or if it's your first time listening to us, that you will possibly hate. But, uh, just give us about ten <laughs> lessons, and you'll learn all yeah. of our idiosyncrasies uh um,
1: our our bet we make a bet with you, yeah that if you listen to ten episodes, you'll love it, right, and if you don't like it, well, then I guess we lose,
0: yeah,, yeah, right, I mean, you can't really have a bet without stakes
1: though <laughs> right well- okay, whats well, the stakes are we will continue doing this podcast for free, yeah. No matter what. <laughs> if you don't like it.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, how has your week been this week? Uh, it's been okay, I suppose. What about you um uh, About the same. When we finished up the podcast last week, I went home and I walked in the door and Deidre and the whole family were together in the living room. Mm-hmm. Very rare for our whole family to be <laughs> in one room without okay. a fist fight breaking out. And she was doing uh love language quizzes for everyone. Mm-hmm and so you know she was like oh yeah we found out that thomas likes quality time this is love language or whatever yeah so i was like oh okay do me do me yeah (laughs) so we did my we found out my love language was uh touch and words of affirmation i was about equal on both of them
1: imagine that which she was like well i already know that
0: (laughs) and i was like well did you do one for you and she's like oh i did mine first i'm acts of service you know i I like for people to do, do stuff, and, for her. Yeah, yeah, and everything. I was like, okay, great. So all this week, everything I've done, <laughs> like load in the dishwasher, take out the trash, whatever, I'm like, acts of service right here, <laughs> baby, look at it, you know? Credit um, to me,
1: acts yeah. of
0: service. <laughs> so uh, in seven days now, really, since that's happened, I've done a bunch of acts of service, credit to... To me, by the way, for doing John. That. Let
1: me just give you some words of affirmation. <laughs> yes, you
0: are awesome, dude. I've gotten exactly zero words of affirmation <laughs> from my wife, and I've gotten one 10 second, oh no, uh, about five-second hug uh, out, of all, out of all week long. So uh, okay, I'm I'm calling love languages crap right now. I'm never doing anything ever again. I gave it seven days of a good effort, and I've gotten nothing back on my end. So, which I pointed out to. Today. Yeah. I was like, hey, I think this is all kind of uh, a bunch of BS that you use to get me <laughs> to help out more. But I, really, I am not speaking the right language. Yeah. I, I was home for lunch on Monday and I was like, okay, I ate lunch pretty quick. And I was like, well, I'm going to load the dishwasher and clean up the kitchen. Well, we have this pampered chef like muffin pan. Mm-hmm. You know, pampered chefs like stone or whatever. I, I don't know. And so I was like, I'm going to clean that out because we made muffins a prior Sunday morning. So I'm washing it and cleaning it and everything, and I set it, I like balance it on the edge of the sink, and I'm going to go and get, or I'm going to, I'm getting some paper towels to wipe out all the little cups and dry mm-hmm. it off and everything. Super annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I accidentally bumped it and it broke. Oh, no. <laughs> it fell into the sink <laughs> and it broke.
1: Well, that well, there's your answer. That's well, why you've gotten took, no physical touch and no words
0: of affirmation. I took a picture of it and sent it to and I was like, I was trying to do an act of service.
1: <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> hey, isn't it the thought that counts, though? <laughs> I had a wise man once explain marriage to me. Okay. That uh, it is like a Chuck E. Cheese prize table. Yeah. you You do things... And you play games and you get tickets. <laughs> yeah. And if you save up enough tickets, you can go cash them in okay. for a prize. Yeah. But when you you break pampered chef muffin pan, <laughs> that's gonna cost all your tickets.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that really wasn't a big deal, though. Like Dieter didn't really care. She laughed at my text message because it's just a thing. Right. And that's actually the second one I've broken in, in our marriage. <laughs> Both times trying to clean them. So at least I was attempting to do something. <laughs> yeah. The housekeeper did come this week, which made life a whole lot oh, easier. Oh, the housekeeper, oh, how's yeah. that going? Uh, worked out great and okay. so far. She hadn't stolen anything. I left my most expensive watch laying out <laughs> just a open. tester, just a <laughs> tester
1: <laughs> <laughs> with a with like a a, a camera there, yeah, so no. you can like post this up on social media. <laughs> no, if she, she stole it, I was
0: gonna go beat her up. No, gl- no glitter bombs. Yeah, no, no. I just wanted to. I, it was a trustworthy test. <laughs> okay, yeah. Which I got to get that watch repaired anyways. If anybody knows anybody local who can put. Put a crown back on a watch, Mm -hmm. uh, a a high-end luxury watch. Let me know. (laughs) The one place I called in town, we're like, we would have to send it off. And I'm like, no, we ain't ain't doing that. (laughs) So, And I don't want to drive to Huntsville to the authorized dealer to get them to do it. So Um, hit me up if anybody knows about that. Uh, Mm -hmm. My one friend who owns McDonald's who has... More luxury watches than a man needs was like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got a guy, but he's gonna charge you a lot of money to do it. And I was right. like, man, I want to find some redneck that knows how to do this.
1: <laughs> well, now I guarantee you, there is a redneck out there that knows. Oh, sure, but good luck <laughs> right. getting it back. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're here to talk about weird news. Yes, and uh, I have some pretty good stories this week. Um, got a murder for hire. Okay. That's always fun. I've been looking to make some some money on the side here <laughs> okay. lately. This so. might be, I can put you in touch with this person. <laughs> uh, got a uh, drunk driving story. Another riot. Always fun to laugh at drunk drivers. And I also have an update on QAnon Shaman, one oh, of our good. favorites. Yeah. So what about you? What, do you? what do you want to kick off with? Well, w- today we're going to talk about an escaped convict
1: that has been returned to justice. Okay. We're going to talk about the carpool lane in California. All right. But I was going to start with this one. Uh, The first endangered animal has now been cloned. I mean, not not the first endangered animal, but the first of endangered animals, Yeah,
0: the U.S.'s cloned one. Okay. All right. It's a ferret. Oh, I was expecting like a bald eagle or something.
1: (laughs) No. He makes his debut as the first clone of a U.S. endangered species. Okay. Uh, And this comes from Cheyenne, Wyoming. The first U.S. endangered species has been cloned, a black-footed ferret duplicated from the genes of an animal that died more than 30 years ago. Okay. Uh, Black-footed, does that sound like correct terminology to you? Oh, it could be problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth Ann was born in a Colorado facility on December 10th. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service announced Thursday the slinky predator is a genetic copy of a ferret named Willa who died in 1988 and whose remains were frozen in the early days of DNA technology. So, wow, you know, this is back like Ted Williams. <laughs> this was back when the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service was, you know, just doing what they saw right. on the movie Demolition Man. <laughs> right, just stick him in a freezer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although the research is pre- pre- preliminary, It is the first cloning of a native endangered species in North America, and it provides a promising tool for continued efforts to conserve the black footed ferret. Noreen Walsh, director of the services Mountain Prairie Region, said in a statement. Of course, there's your tweet.
0: Yeah. You know, super cute. Yeah. Check the show notes if you don't see us. You're going to get a lot of likes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: This technique holds promise for boosting endangered species, including a cloned Mongolian wild horse. That was born at a Texas facility last summer. Okay. So it just wasn't endangered, but they were like, yeah. hey, let's, let's just get do this for wild fun. Mongolian horse. <laughs> for funsies. <laughs> we're going to run shot all over China. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I would say, uh, don't want to be cloning Genghis Khan. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> so, well, that's a bad combo right <laughs> yes. there. Shout out to
1: Kevin of Where's the Line podcast, who just recently did a two-part oh. series on Sabutai, which was Genghis Khan's... Uh, one Of his generals, okay,
0: all right. Well, you know, like, uh, so, like an incredible percentage of the world have Genghis Khan DNA because <laughs> he liked to do he, it, yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was down with a sickness, so to say,
1: so to speak, yes. yeah. Uh huh. I think over in that area of the world, I think one in 500 people, yeah, are yeah. descended from him,
0: yeah, exactly,
1: or they're descended from a common ancestor. Who else is it going to be exactly? And yeah. <laughs> this dude who. They literally wrote stories and sang songs about how yeah. much he liked to get down. Yeah, no, he he was about it. He was about it, about it. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, for sure. He
1: got around.
0: Yeah, <laughs> would be me if I have conquered, <laughs> you know, a nation or something too. I, let's be honest here.
1: Once thought to be extinct, black-footed ferrets, also known as American polecats or prairie dog hunt, uh, or prairie dog hunters. So I guess they they kill prairie yeah.
0: dogs. Well, I, I thought a polecat was another name for a skunk. That's what my grandpa always told me. Yeah, me too. Maybe right. it's just different down here. Ma- maybe. He- we don't have a ferret population that I'm aware of. hmm Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, they were brought back from the brink of vanishing after a Wyoming rancher discovered a small population on his land in 1981. All black-footed ferrets are descended from seven individuals causing unique genetic challenges to recovery efforts, and scientists hope that cloning can increase genetic diversity and disease resistance. Uh, and that you know what? That's that's about the end of the the, the article there. It's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's good to know that hunters can now go out and shoot whatever they want to shoot. <laughs> we <laughs> can get, just bring them back in a lab, that's, right? That's right. Sure, <laughs> I'm ready for bald eagle season <laughs> yeah. to, to tip off here. No more mean tweets about black horn rhinos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever had any dealings with a ferret? I have not, I
1: other a, than just seeing them in the pet store when I was a kid. I had a
0: friend who had one growing up as a pet, and mm-hmm. it bit me once, and I decided right then I didn't, didn't like ferrets. Like Never. I, they I'm can not just go ahead and go extinct. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to kill that one. I was like, I'll mark this thing's spine right now. I don't now. care
1: what color your feet are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, that's good. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about cloning in general. Oh, really? Well, I've heard there were actually clone wars at one point in time, but I don't know enough <laughs> well, now,
1: about hold it. Hold on. That was a
0: long time ago in a galaxy far, <laughs> far away. All right. That's my one nerd joke for the episode. Shout out to the nerds. <laughs> got that one in early. By <laughs> yeah. the way, uh, I posted some content in our nerd Discord. This was it? Oh, no. We've already talked about me getting, uh, getting Pokemon, Pokemon cards. cards. Yes. Yeah, never mind. John's got to catch them all. Ollie asked yesterday if we could buy him some more, and I was like, No, bud, I can't. I was like, You don't know what it did to me to buy those for you. I was like, It really hurt me on the inside. So, he
1: didn't get enough, he didn't give you enough words of affirmation. (laughs) That's right.
0: He is one of the few people that tells me on a regular basis that he loves me and gives me hugs Mm -hmm. in the whole house, Uh, much more than my wife does, which is wild considering. We made a commitment before God and our friends and families that we loved each other, but you know, well, whatever. I, guess, I guess they just take it for granted. Well, look, Deidre don't know what she's got. I mean, sometimes she does take it for granted because <laughs> right. I could be a lot worse husband than I am. <laughs> I have not, e- I don't even do drugs or drink anymore. So, uh, if she wants to get that kicked back off, she need, if she doesn't want that to get kicked back off, she needs to start speaking my love language. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about another nerd. Speaking of nerds, okay, the QAnon shaman. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. The
1: best kind of nerd.
0: Yeah. And you're gonna wanna if if uh you you're gonna wanna pull up the show notes and look at this dude's picture because everybody remembers his pictures from when they stormed the Capitol and he had the buffalo headdress on mm-hmm. and his uh vest and all that good and his stuff. face painted. Yeah, face painted. Mm-hmm. Uh got a picture of him now. Looks a lot different, looks a lot like a high school biology teacher. Right. Uh, the QAnon shaman begs for len- leniency. I stopped muffin theft during the Capitol riot. (laughs) The notorious QAnon shaman has insisted his actions during the Capitol riot were not an attack on the United States and that he can prove it because he stopped other rioters from stealing muffins. (laughs) Uh, Jacob Chan... What do y'all think this is, a Black Lives Matter protest? (laughs) We're not taking no muffins. (laughs) Look... The lectern's okay, you know, (laughs) computers, files, okay, not the muffins. That's a line we can't cross, (laughs) guys. Leave the muffins. Leave the muffins alone. Someone may have a nut allergy. (laughs)
1: Uh, I hope nobody had a nut allergy in that thing. (laughs)
0: That's a good one. Jacob Chansley, who became arguably the most infamous Capitol rioter due to his furry and bee horned costume... I didn't know bees had (laughs) horns. Has given a bizarre interview to CBS News in his latest attempt to beg for mercy. The first glimpse of the 60 Minutes episode was uh, broadcast Thursday morning. Speaking from jail, Chansley became clearly short-tempered when CBS News reporter Laurie Laurie (sighs) Seagal... CBS News reporter Laurie Seagaw asked him if he considered his actions during the storming of the Capitol to be an attack on the nation. When he was then asked to describe his actions in his own words, he explained, I sang a song, and that's a part of shamanism. (laughs) It's also a part of, like, youth choir at church. (laughs) Uh, It's about creating positive vibrations. Positive vibes only is really (laughs) what he's putting out (laughs) in a sacred chamber. Uh, I also stopped people from stealing and vandalizing the sacred space, the Senate. I actually stopped people from stealing muffins out of the break room. So, while preventing muffin theft is all well and good, the accusations against Chansley are very serious. On top of storming into the Capitol building, Chansley is also accused of leaving an ominous note for Vice President Mike Pence at his desk in the Senate chamber that read, It's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Uh, well, hmm. that's, that's not that's not as obvious as I <laughs> thought it would be. Uh, biblically speaking, he's correct. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that day, he was also carrying a spear attached to a flagpole, which prosecutors considered to be a weapon. Yeah, I would say a spear is oh, traditionally yeah. <laughs> considered a weapon. One of the early weapons man ever developed was a spear.
1: I mean, I'm not. I'm actually not allowed to put my hands in my pockets because I'm not allowed to conceal
0: deadly weapons. <laughs> there you go. Chansley is facing as many as as 20 years in prison, but he can't seem to see what he did wrong. In the interview he went on, I also said a prayer in that sacred chamber because it was my intention to bring divinity and to bring God back into the Senate. I wouldn't mind seeing God back in the Senate. (laughs) Who's he praying to, though? That's Uh, my only question. I don't know. We don't really have (laughs) shamans in the Baptist church. What (laughs) denomination is that? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, when reminded that it was illegal for him to even enter the chamber, he described that as a very serious regret. <laughs> I imagine so. Now you're facing twenty know. years in prison.
1: <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't <laughs> bust into the Senate.
0: That's right. Ignorance is not a defense of the law. I've <laughs> always been taught. <laughs> yes. Um, his mother, Martha Chansley, also insisted he did nothing wrong, telling Seagal that her son was simply walking through open doors. He was escorted into the Senate. So I don't know what's wrong with that. I know that he is sorry. But again, it all comes back to he walked through open doors. Hmm. So this article goes on and on and on to talk about what all went on on that day. But we all know
1: what happened. We
0: all know what happened. The biggest thing is that he's a hero for stopping muffin theft, really. <laughs> and yeah. I, You know, I commend him for his efforts to keep people from stealing <laughs> muffins. Never mind.
1: They would have never been anywhere near that had they not broken sure. in to begin right. with. No, let's not get into the details, Tiny.
0: <laughs> let's not muddy this up with details. This man is a hero. He saved taxpayer dollars by preventing muffin theft. <laughs> yes. Which I didn't know the Senate just were baking muffins left and right. Well, I mean... Again, I've never been in
1: there, but I assume you go to the break room. Get you at, coffee, at Capitol, Capitol Hill. Yeah. It's, the cupboards aren't going to be bare, are sure. they? Sure. I don't know. I would kind of like
0: them to be bare. You know, Ooh, let's a would, as, a, as
1: a taxpayer, I would too. Yeah. But something tells me that's not the way they oh, roll. Yeah,
0: no. I wonder <laughs> if they were actually like somebody is there baking muffins for them, mm-hmm. like in a Pampered Chef muffin pan <laughs> that is easily broken by accidentally. <laughs> yeah, bumping I just
1: it. assumed it was like a little pretzel cart. Yeah. and
0: every day was pretzel day <laughs>
1: when you worked on Capitol Hill. Or do they get
0: like those prepackaged Otis Spunkmeyer muffins <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, which aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I nothing against Otis Spunkmeyer muffins. Mm-hmm. Horrible name for a muffin, by the way, or or cookies, too. <laughs> yeah. We well, used to sell them at the restaurant, Otis Spunkmeyer Cookies, and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, I wish you would have went with a different name. You know? Spunk, is <laughs> not a good branding. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm
1: glad that they're finally getting on to all these people who sure. broke the law and yeah. did something that they weren't supposed to do. Right. We are a nation of laws. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But to get serious for a minute, are you, uh, are you worried that we might see a Patriot Act Version 2.0, after all that. I'm worried oh, about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll have support for both parties, like the original. Like the Patriots, original, yes. Because any bit of rights we can try to take away <laughs> is a good thing if you're the government's, in right. the government's perspective. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely think there'll be a lot of that. hmm which is crazy? They still have like the National Guard up there guarding the Capitol. Do and they? stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Are they still sleeping in the garage? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I mean, thank you for your service, guys. Yes. But I think it's a little unnecessary now. But I, I don't know though. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what threats there are out there. But i would just think, hey, it's been a couple of months now. Let's go on and try to get back to normalcy. Just out of curiosity, what do you think is
1: scarier on Inauguration Day? Women's March or <laughs> National Guard?
0: <laughs> well, now, They're both pretty scary, if yeah, I'm being honest. I say, now I've seen women get mad before, and, <laughs> yes. and that could be pretty bad. But uh, I would say National Guard. Yeah. Okay. I, to me, that had a very, I didn't watch a lot of inauguration because uh, I have a job and I have things <laughs> to do in life. And, yeah. You know, whoever's going to be the president is going to be the president, whether I watch him get sworn in or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the clips I saw of it, it was all just very ominous looking because you're like, we have just military people everywhere (laughs) up here. We just voted out of office a fascist dictator. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> look at this dude. <laughs> right. It's is not optically. It's yes. not a good look. I would say that.
0: Yeah. Now, I, you know, I'm all for women's marches. I'm all for men's marches. I, like, If you want to go protest, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You just keep may, it out of the yeah, Senate. <laughs> you may not want to break into a federal building. <laughs> yes. I think that, that should go unsaid, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe the more we say it, people will realize, hey, we probably shouldn't break into a governmental building. Still, Laugh every time I see all the pictures of the Senate people all scared though in there makes me laugh really hard. I bet you loved uh, AOC's
1: uh, <laughs> social media videos, yes,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, it was just it was wild to me. You know, I'm of the opinion the government needs to be a little afraid of us, mm-hmm. which is why they will take away our rights with the Patriot Patriot Act to electric yeah. boogaloo.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, moving on to our next story. Something a little less serious. California man cited after using mannequin for carpool lane. <laughs> and there's a part of me that hates he didn't get away with it. Yeah, I, wonder, I, mean, I wonder how long he got away with yeah, it. Before I, yeah, hit. this
0: is his first time. I guarantee you that he got <laughs> caught. A California driver
1: who said he had used a mannequin as his passenger for the last year and a half, John. There we go. There we go. <laughs> In order to access ex- carpool lanes has been cited and face a fine of at least $400. Okay. I mean, year and a half. Small price to pay for a year and a half. I've, <laughs> I've never That's li- pennies a day, really. I've never lived in Los Angeles, but I would just imagine based on what I've heard from other people that it's worth it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. The mannequin adorned with gray hair, wrinkles glasses, a Cleveland Indians baseball that's hat. What that's him what canceled. got him caught yep. right there. Yep. And a face mask that made it a lot easier, you know. I mean, if you're going to get away with carpool lane fraud, (laughs) that was the time to do it. Well, and everybody in LA is a Dodgers fan, (laughs) anyway. Yes. Anyway, uh, the the mannequin sat in the passenger seat of the driver's Toyota Tacoma when he was pulled over on February nineteenth. Officer Sulligent was patrolling the eastbound two hundred and ten freeway in Glendora in search of carpool violators. The officer noted the front passenger in the Toyota was suspicious and that the vehicle had tinted windows on its front passenger side, which is illegal.
0: Ah, how to get mm. you.
1: Window tint. Yes. That's pulled many a car over. He realized the passenger was fake when the driver rolled down his window. <laughs> 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 so maybe if he upgraded to animatronics, he might he might still get away with it. What well, this knows. man needs is
0: a sex doll. <laughs> That's going to do it. That's going to do it. Yeah. You're talking about not wanting to make eye contact with one of those <laughs> things, for sure. Uh, the driver
1: didn't say much. California Highway Patrol Officer Rodrigo Jimenez said to the Los Angeles Daily News on Friday. Other than that, he's been driving with the mannequin and that he'd been getting away with it for a year and a half. Mm, I can't believe he admitted that. I would have like, This is my first day, sir. <laughs> it's the first time I ever did. Golly. My, hey, listen. I knew this was wrong when I put it in here this morning. <laughs> my grandmama died. I was just trying to get down to the funeral home as quick as I could. Yes. The driver was cited for the car, carpool infraction, but the mannequin was not confiscated. There is no additional punishment for trying to dupe officers by placing a mannequin in the passenger seat, the Los Angeles Daily News reported. Oh, so
0: they'll fix that.
1: I say go, yeah. hey, hey, everybody, That's let's right. open the floodgates, That's go right. for it. Drivers will attempt to use mannequins, a bundle of blankets, or even a small doll to make it look like another person is in the vehicle. This mannequin, though, was the most realistic attempt at a carpool lane deception Jimenez and Seliger said that they had seen. I thought I'd seen them all, but I guess not. Jimenez said, "This is something that's straight out of the log ride at Notchberry Farm or Disneyland."
0: <laughs> so, I mean, the picture that the mannequin looks pretty real. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that person may work in the uh, makeup artist world. You know, if I was riding on a crowded subway, I would stand up and offer him my seat. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Messed up with that. I mean, the Cleveland Indians. Cross hat. The line. That's what got yeah. him. Cross the line with that. <laughs> that is problematic. You yes. can't be wearing a Cleveland Indians hat, especially uh, not in Los Angeles. Yeah, in LA, you get a Dodgers <laughs> hat for sure. You're asking to get pulled over. Yeah, true. That's not. That's not. That was a one. His one major error. Rookie mistake. Yes, rookie mistake. Uh, well, let's talk about another driving story. Drunk driver crashes into car of drunk driving friend he was coming to help in East Nashville. <laughs> so he was, it sounds
1: like you're saying one of them was too drunk to drive. So he calls his buddy and his buddy's like, yeah, I'll give you a ride, but he's drunk too. Yeah, except
0: it's a she and a he. Oh, okay. A car belonging to a woman who drove into a ditch after leaving a bar was hit by a truck driven by a friend coming to her aid. Oh, no. Both drivers tested double the legal blood alcohol limit, according to police reports obtained by Scoop Nashville. Uh, The double DUI arrest happened in East Nashville, Tennessee, shortly after midnight. Police say Natasha Nansell, 24, admitted she had had a glass of wine and an espresso martini at the Fox Bar before driving her car into a trench after checking her cell phone. If all she had was a glass of wine and a martini, the cell phone may be the bigger culprit here. <laughs> but given that her blood alcohol is double the legal limit, she probably had a little more than those two drinks. I would think.
1: I can already tell, also, that uh, the the whole martini espresso martini. Yeah, that's a little too ritzy. Oh yeah, yeah. I no. already have decided I don't feel bad for this lady. <laughs> they
0: they don't serve an espresso martini at the Cross the River Club here in, <laughs> here in Northport or whatever. <laughs> Police say uh, Natasha Nancell—oh, I already read that one. So she reportedly called her friend Melvin Arndt. Now, if you're a guy named Melvin and a girl calls you, you're 100% going to help her, no matter what, <laughs> uh, for assistance. When the 30-year-old man arrived to help Nancell, cops say he struck her vehicle. Oh, no. <laughs> Police said Arnt confess— to consuming two beers. They always say two beers
1: <laughs> before driving. You
0: know, why don't they sell them in two packs? Yeah, right. <laughs> because that's what everybody yes. has. Now, I just had a couple beers. <laughs> uh, he reportedly blew a 0. .191 blood alcohol content, and Nan- Nancell registered a 0. .179 blood alcohol content, and the legal limit is .08. That'll um, do it. That's all the story says. It has their mug shots here. That's definitely a dude that's going to go get that girl out of a ditch for <laughs> yes. sure. You know.
1: Now, me, I wouldn't pause my game, but I can <laughs> see that
0: dude. <laughs> so I had a guy listening, or he may be listening. He's a former employee, still a great friend of mine that used to work for me. And one night he was, he came home from the bar early because he had some school work to do. Now he mm-hmm. had been drinking, but he was going to turn in early and everything. He had just gotten his food delivered that he had ordered, and his phone rang, and it was his buddy who was like, Man, I, I can't get home. Everybody left me. I'm too drunk to drive. Can you come get me? So he went to pick him up. And on the way to take him home, they were going down one of these little side streets on campus, mm-hmm. and there was a car parked in the middle of the road. Well, his buddy, who's had too much to drink, leans out the window, starts hollering for him to move the car. Well, it was the cops. No, oh, no. And so my buddy... Got a DUI for trying to do the right thing. And, well, uh, if
1: he was drunk, then he wasn't doing the right thing. Well,
0: he wasn't drunk, drunk. <laughs> okay, you know, but he was over the limit. He should have told that guy he's going to have to get him an Uber. Yeah, well, that was this was in the days before Uber. Okay. So he called into work the next day, of course, and uh, then he brought his mugshot. He printed out his mug shot and brought it up there. We stuck it on the fridge with Employee <laughs> of the Month written on it. <laughs> Forever brilliant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all I do was do is try to help somebody else, which is this guy. But this guy was apparently more drunk than my yeah. friend was, so he blew a point one, yeah, one, whatever. 91. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's a bit over the limit.
1: Yeah, that's that's a bit
0: too much to have the keys, yeah, 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 no, for sure. But if your name's Melvin and a girl calls you <laughs> yes, a younger yes. woman because he's 30, she's 24, <laughs> yeah, you're 100% going, you, yeah. you'll take the risk. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, on to my last story. Escaped convict lands himself back into prison after he came out. Now, what do you think he came out to do? He's in hiding.
0: Um, What got him caught? What did he surface for? uh, Jewel theft. uh, A jewelry heist. Ocean's
1: Eleven type (laughs) situation here. No. He came out because he had to buy the new Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Which... I mean, you know, being in hiding, he's probably got a lot of free time. Sure. And thinking he can, you know, pass some <laughs> of the time right. by. I mean, he does play increasing a his uh, rank, his <laughs> Call of <laughs> Duty rank. But anyway, <laughs> a fugitive armed robber has landed himself back in prison after coming out of hiding to buy the new Call of Duty game escaped convict Clint Butler assaulted two police officers and had to be restrained to the ground after he was stopped in Birmingham City Theater on January 13th.
0: That's well, not Birmingham, Alabama. No,
1: this is the big Birmingham. This is
0: Birmingham. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: This is, uh, how would they say it? Birmingham.
0: <laughs> I can't do a I British accent. I can't do it either.
1: <laughs> uh, body cam footage shows him kicking one officer in the groin and then punching another in the <laughs> face before being held down by the officers. And security guards who came to help. Now, those security guards, man, they earned their yeah. 7 dollars an hour <laughs> Absolutely. <that day. laughs> he escaped HMP Spring Hill open prison last year while serving a 17-year sentence uh, for crimes including robbery and firearms offenses, which is pretty serious over there.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they don't take too kindly to you having a gun <laughs> over there, from what I've heard. Yeah, from what I hear. Since fleeing the prison at
1: around midnight on November 28th, he has been classified as wanted by police. But it was the call of a new video game that lured him out of hiding, leading him to venture into the city center with a friend for a non-essential trip. Oh, that'll get you non-essential. <laughs> I mean... You I, just send your buddy for that. You know, hey, pick me up one, right? Or how about this? How about you just download it on Steam? Okay. I mean, games, you get them, you can
0: download them over the internet these days. I don't even know how that works, but <laughs> I would just, I would call Hey, tiny... Can you go down to the GameStop and pick this game up for me? <laughs> right. I've, as you know, I've, I'm I am in hiding because <laughs> I escaped from jail. And then I would have said, GameStop, <laughs> <laughs> GameStop is for
1: redditors. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go straight to the Xbox Marketplace and
0: download it. That's what right. The title would have to explain to me yes. that you could actually download games online. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, well, I need the instruction book that comes inside of it. You and I'm know, like, I need to no do I need to know what all the time, buttons do.
1: When's the last time you read an instruction book?
0: Anytime I play a video game. No,
1: that's what they got the little introductory level for.
0: Oh, well, I still like to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I want <laughs> to know www. what all
1: the buttons game do. F- Com okay? <laughs> Tell you anything you need to know.
0: I don't I'm not I'm not to that level of of nerddom yet. PCs
1: Mark Owen and Allison Brown spotted the pair changing direction when they saw the officers and immediately came suspicious. I think I skipped something there. Oh no, that was it. Yeah. When asked by the officers why he was in town during lockdown, Butler's friend replied, "I've come to get the new Call of Duty because I can't sit around in lockdown." Valid. (laughs) Good reason. That's understandable. (laughs) And then the police said, well, why didn't you just download it (laughs) off Steam? Do you you not know you can download this? (laughs) Mr. Owen then said he would check the men's details, at which point Butler lashed out and kicked him in the groin. You know, strike first. (laughs) I love the way
0: you say groin, by the way. I just want to point that out.
1: I like it, I like it. <laughs> the officers tackled him while calling for backup as he punched Ms Brown in the face. He eventually gave up and was handcuffed, initially giving a false name before officers realized that it was in fact the escaped convict. He has been jailed for thirteen months for absconding from prison. Wow, that's a that's extremely fancy. elegant way of putting that <laughs> yeah,
0: those are fancy British <laughs> I didn't words escape
1: I absconded <laughs> from prison. <laughs> And then six months consecutively for assaulting the officers on top of his original sentence, which would have him behind bars until 2024, which is really not that far.
0: (laughs) If they got an Xbox in there, you'll be set up. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Superintendent Nick Rowe of West Midlands Police said, quite why he decided to risk being returned to prison by making the idiotic decision to come into town during lockdown with a friend to buy a video game will remain a bit of a mystery
0: i mean i could i can tell you this it's because he's an idiot you know like that <laughs> yeah. is not a mystery officer <laughs> that put me on scotland was, yard i figured this <laughs> was, one out you know that
1: and it was the new call of duty <laughs> <laughs> i mean the dude's just a dummy I mean, yeah. criminals sometimes are not that smart so there you go. Uh, let me ask you this, John. If you are in hiding, mm-hmm. what would you come out for?
0: Mm. Like that,
1: your mama being sick?
0: Yeah. I mean, something for sure. I would Something that,
1: for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My
0: mom smart enough to tell me, hey, don't come down to the hospital. You're the, the law will find you. <laughs> yes. though. You, know, like okay. you know, I guess, okay. You know, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know that I would come out of hiding. Mm-hmm. That's the point of being in hiding. I would have people do stuff for me. <laughs> right? Like I said, I would call you and say, Tiny, I need the new Call of Duty video game. Can you show me how to download it off of the internet? <laughs> uh, I don't understand that. Uh, I would I would need your help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to give
1: it some thought. Uh, I would come out to see my wife. Yeah. But not if she had the kids with her, if you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to go into hiding from my wife. She's really offended me this week. Uh, well, Tiny, I know you'll be interested in this story because it talks about killing your mother-in-law or killing a mother-in-law. <laughs> I, was just like,
1: I would never kill my mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, no,
0: no, you would hire someone to do it. I'm convinced she will never die. <laughs> For the record, I love my mother-in-law. <laughs> I, I really do. I have a great mother-in-law. She's a good lady, which part of why I married Dieter, you know, mm-hmm. so because uh, I knew I could get along with her family really well. <laughs> and it at could, the same time, not run
1: off with her. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> after the birth of your second kid. <laughs> oh,
1: yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> now, look, when Dieter's mom was in high school, she had it going on. I've seen the pictures. I mean, she had it going on. I, I know why her dad married her. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, Lake of the Ozarks realtor offered $1,500 to have her former mother-in-law killed, prosecutors say, Mm. which... New season of Ozark sounds like it's going to be
1: pretty amazing. (laughs) Real quick, did you say former mother-in-law? Yeah, former mother-in-law. That's how bad (laughs) it was. It's true what they say. Yeah. no, uh, Hell hath no fury like a woman's
0: court. Yeah, this is what you women's (laughs) marches. This is when it gets scary.
1: (laughs) I mean, former mother-in-law, you can just walk away. You don't don't
0: have to talk to her. (laughs) You don't have to be around her no more. A prominent Lake of the Ozarks real estate agent and self-described, quote-unquote, cheer mom. I think there's there's the rub. That's what we found. <laughs> has been arrested for allegedly trying to put a hit out on her former mother-in-law. Prosecutors in Camden County say Leanne Ballman, who is 43, offered to pay $1,500 to people in St. Louis to make her father farm... Uh, Former mother-in-law's death looked like an accident. I'm having trouble reading today. It's okay. I've sniffed a lot of glue before I came over here. <laughs> just just for funsy. Uh She was reportedly concerned about the woman causing problems with her relationship with her kids. Oh, now, I can see that. You mm-hmm. know, if if you get divorced, you know, the other side of the family don't like you anymore. More, right. Most times. So. Usually. Yeah, usually. Ballman was recorded discussing the scheme... According to a press release from Camden County's prosecutor's office, she was given multiple opportunities to change her mind when asked by a witness-turned-informant if she was sure she wanted to carry out the killing. But she moved ahead with it, at one point acknowledging that she was a Christian but noting she could always ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> there we go. We talked about yeah. this last week. If you're looking for an upside to Christianity, <laughs> this is it, right? If you've been on the fence about whether you want to explore Christianity, just know you can hire someone to kill your former mother-in-law and then ask for forgiveness just ask later. forgiveness. Yeah. I would like to point out once
1: again, <laughs> should we send more that grace may abound? <laughs> Certainly not, the words of Paul the Apostle.
0: The realtor also is said to have made no secret about her alleged plans after sending a text message to her daughter that said, your grandmother will die. I don't think the mother-in-law has to convince, has to hurt this relationship, (laughs) right?
1: Also, I mean, look, granted, I don't have a long and storied experience of of contract killing. (laughs) Yeah, true. But... I would, I would think you didn't want to let your target know yeah. you were coming. No,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know? And you probably want to keep it hush-hush, maybe not texting people that, hey, this lady's going to die. <laughs> yes. you, know? you want
1: to strike in the dead of night yes. and then vanish like a ninja.
0: <laughs> uh, her alleged murder-for-hire plot fell apart when an attorney for a person who was solicited to hire the people to carry out the killing contracted the Missouri Highway Patrol. She was arrested on Thursday and charged with conspiracy to commit murder and is currently being held without bond in the Camden County Jail. We're very appreciative of what the witness did in this case, said Camden County Prosecutor Caleb Cunningham. We encourage anyone to contact law enforcement if there's a crime or a suspected crime. Ballman, who describes herself as a realtor, an artist, an entrepreneur, and a quote-unquote cheer mom on her Facebook page, frequently posted online about her track record of success. Hmm. This is going to hurt that track record. <laughs> um, while she was most well-known as a realtor with nearly 20 years in the industry, she apparently set a world record in a boating race last year. Wow. Hmm. Her LinkedIn account also mentions work in pharmaceutical sales and acting as a, and modeling career with appearances on Days of Our Lives and in a Nike commercial. So, well, she threw it all away for <laughs> her mother-in-law, and that'll happen, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, that that
0: happens in Hollywood. Let's, well, this is in Missouri, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hollywood, Missouri, which I think is called Branson. <laughs> I think that's
1: the Hollywood of Missouri. I would just tell the audience. You don't kill people. Don't sure, do it. Yeah. That's one of God, that's one of God's top 10, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
0: Yeah, he came out early on with that <laughs> <Yes>. one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Number 2, uh don't Hire people. Sure. I know you may think it's a loophole, but it really is <laughs> no, not. No, no, not a loophole at all. <laughs> and number three, if you are going to do it, you can't do it for $1,500. No, okay? yeah. <laughs> going to take a lot more than that. <laughs> <Yes>. I agree. <laughs> Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman, yeah. he said he wouldn't get out of bed for less than six figures. Okay. So well, uh, you're looking at at least six figures if you're going to contract
0: somebody the only ice man i know of is former san antonio spurs great george gervin so <laughs> I, i'm in the dark on contract killers it's a little alarming you know a lot about him tiny <laughs> you know a lot about
1: him okay I watched Look, a documentary if, on him
0: tiny sending text out to anybody saying john's not john's gonna die y'all need to let me know okay <laughs> Hey, I have nowhere near enough money on
1: to, <laughs> to put anybody to death. If you were still that old house, you could. You know? yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's going to be 30 years mortgage this <laughs> before I can have anybody killed. Maybe interest rates will drop. You can refi. <laughs> you have yeah, a little yeah. bit of extra money to, yeah. to kill somebody.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, and we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and where you can order the spice, all of it, anything you want to find on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, black-footed ferrets that have been cloned <laughs> potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on cajun curl bayou blended spice will definitely change your life on the website cajuncurl.com, you can order the original bayou blended spice and you'll find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own if your local grocer doesn't carry world famous cajun curl bayou blended spice ask them to start stocking it now here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace. All of the products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you'll also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou of Spice. Tastes the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Do you want to do uh, questions or do you want to do our voicemail first?
0: Um, let's do the voicemail first.
1: All right. I think, I think he's done got curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John, we have a voicemail this week.
0: Okay. Who I do you think is,
1: is... If I had to guess, <laughs>
0: I would say Jacqueline.
2: <laughs>
1: if you had to guess, you would be wrong. Okay. <laughs> we have a new caller this week. Uh, all right.
2: Hey, Chris. Hey, John. Uh, my name is Terry, and I uh, am a short-time listener, first-time caller. I'm here in Illinois on the east side of St. Louis side. Close to where James Kennison's at, but... Uh, we used to listen to, or still listen to that story show. Listen to your show, too, Ardotti. It's pretty freaking funny. <laughs> and, uh, but hey, me and my older brother and my sister, we're all blind. And so we have our own podcast called That Sounds Funny. And I wanted to call as a response to an episode or two ago, well, two now, episodes ago, when I first went blind in 2005, that was a question I'd asked when I went to the rehab center was, how do we know when a blind person has wiped uh, uh, enough? Beautiful. And so um, I'd asked that question when I went to rehab, and I got a smart Alec answer like the wise old Al in the Tootsie Pop commercial, the world they <laughs> never know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, you guys are pretty much uh, Chris. Shiny said it right. You nope. Know? twice is usually sufficient but never hurts to do that third time <laughs> but if you need to go any further then keep on going thanks hope it makes it on your show we'll keep listening to yours
1: yeah well, I mean
2: we asked the
0: audience for a response <laughs> yes. and we got it and that's a good thing to know now yeah That's beautiful.
1: If you are in tune with your body,
0: you should just know. Yeah,
1: right. But it never never hurts hurts
0: to do an extra one. (laughs) No, not going to hurt at all. (laughs) Um, Well, also, we'll check out your podcast, too. Yeah, that sounds funny. We'll we'll give it a listen. Yeah, and we appreciate you listening to our show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Glad we stole another listener from uh, that story show. (laughs) We'll take all we can get. We're going to ride those (laughs) coattails as long as we can. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And... um, you know, it's nice to hear someone else call in other than Jacqueline. No offense to Jacqueline. <laughs> I say, I, we love hearing Jacqueline.
1: Yeah. If she didn't call in, I don't think we would have a phone number.
0: Right. Yeah, we could have already <laughs> cut that like, bad boy off. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but it is it is nice to uh, to well, hear good. from a new person. I would just like to point out, um, Tiny is the one who has slandered Helen Keller the most on this <laughs> show. <laughs> All right. Well, now, hold on. Let me pass back
1: up. Huh. I slandered Helen Keller specifically. <laughs> and if you're holding her up as your hero, sure. I'm sorry, but maybe you should look for heroes
0: elsewhere. All I said is Sh- Lionel Richie deserved to be on the Alabama State Quarter more than her. <laughs> yes. That's all I said. We could put the whole Commodores on the State Quarter, <laughs> and I would be happy yes. about it.
1: Yeah. And Helen Keller, not an honorary Commodore. No, no. <laughs> That's no, no
0: place. She's never recorded one song with a Commodore. Course, yes. You know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you ought to listen back to hear Tiny play a clip of our singing. <laughs> yeah. Or don't. <laughs> this choice is yours.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say what episode that was. I don't even remember which one it was. But I remember I cried. Yeah. Yeah. I remember how it made me feel. And so did the baby Jesus. <laughs> well you can ask forgiveness, Tiny. You know? Yeah. You can ask forgiveness. I it's have. not like you it's not like you hired a hitman or anything, you know. That's yeah, one of the it's one of the few times I had to go down front <laughs> on Sunday morning. Drop down on a knee. <laughs> yes. Oh. Let's ask some questions. Okay.
2: And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff.
1: As everyone here listening to this knows, uh, we like to ask John questions on this show. Sure. And John being a fount of wisdom and knowledge. that's that's, (laughs) When you think about wisdom (laughs) and knowledge, you think about me. (laughs) Yeah. He likes to... Bestow on us that wisdom. Modern day Socrates, really, is what <laughs> they've called me a Southern Socrates. <laughs> he is downright slaying ignorance amongst the <laughs> masses. Okay. And Raytheon asks People in the news say he suffered serious burns to his body. Are there less serious burns, comical burns, or even hilarious burns? <laughs> I've heard of sick burns, but I think that's different.
0: Okay. That's pretty good. Well, there is. You Know different degrees of burns first, second, and third degree. Yes. Oh, and they say serious burns. I assume it's third degree burns,
1: yeah, or maybe what? second. Yeah, second could be, yeah, rough. second could
0: be pretty bad. They're no fun, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: And another kind of burn is uh minor burns. Uh-huh. You might hear someone was treated for minor burns, okay, yeah. which would be first degree or lower.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Tidy and I, <clears throat> excuse me, both first aid certified.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. Nicole asked, how did you start listening to The Grateful Dead, and how did you get into the scare quotes here, the culture?
0: <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I owe all of my musical taste to my older first co- cousin, Judd Lunsford. He... Really introduced me to a lot of stuff. So the first time I ever listened to the Grateful Dead, we came down to his house and he was gone. It was me and my mom. You know, I think we had to come to Tuscaloosa shopping and him and Todd, his brother were both gone, you know, or whatever. But I went up to his room, got his headphones out (laughs) They had a CD that I thought looked cool on the cover, and I put it in, and it was Europe 72, and the first song I heard was Cumberland Blues, and I was like, this is amazing music. I don't know anything about it, but it's amazing, and I loved it, and I listened to the whole CD while my mom and aunt were visiting, you know? So then I went home, went to Walmart, and bought the only Grateful Dead cassette the Fett Walmart had, which was In the Dark, and I listened to it, and I was like, this is horrible. You know, I don't like it. This doesn't sound like what I listened to there. And so I started listening to it at night when I would go to sleep. I would just put it on Mm -hmm. as like background music while I drifted off to sleep. And I just kind of, it grew on me. And (laughs) you
1: you hypnotized yourself. Sure. Yeah. And
0: and then I started discovering through Judd, you know, like he would give me a tape of a concert or whatever. And uh, we I just fell off the deep end into the Grateful Dead, which is a chasm of music. And it will it consumed my life for a long time. I missed a lot of other music that was out there because I was only listening to the Grateful Dead. So. But that's kind of how I got into the music. The culture just is it's in my DNA, really. All of our family mm-hmm. has a I think a propens- propensity for adventure, starting, you know, back way back to my great grandfather who helped work on the Panama Canal. We just we just look for adventures in the world and that's <laughs> what we do. So
1: And when you're in Fayette, Alabama, sometimes the Grateful Dead is the biggest adventure
0: sure. <laughs> you can yeah. go on. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Wiltz ask. Once you've added milk to your cereal, is the milk a beverage, a broth, or a
0: sauce? Well, it is actually a dressing, and cereal is a salad. Okay. There you go.
1: I thought it was a soup.
0: It could be a soup. Shows
1: shows what I know. Yeah,
0: could be a soup. Yeah. (laughs) Goose
1: asks, would an American invasion of Canada be called Operation Leaf Blower? (laughs) I think that would be more a very gentle diplomatic approach (laughs) if we were just trying to compliment them. I think... uh, (laughs) the
0: day of the rake is what they call it online <laughs> the, day of the, rake. So the day of the rope
1: it's the day <laughs> yeah. of the rake <laughs> goose also asks, where is the strangest place that you've urinated or defecated
0: oh uh, uh ooh. I have peed in several parking decks in my life. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Paul West, who peed in a parking deck and it dripped down and hit some people below that, Below us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Paul. We were at a feeling friend show at the Boutwell Auditorium when that happened. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'm I, I, like I've s- established on this show, I'm a home based type of guy <laughs> for know. any type of bathroom. You know, I will pee in a public restroom and in public, but if I'm going to poop, I'm going to be at home for the most part. I don't have any really wild stories Mm -hmm. of that. If you'd asked me making love, I had millions of those. But uh, (laughs) they just got a little adventurous side in her. It's (laughs) quieting down over the years. But When we were younger, pre-kids, you know. I would say the weirdest
1: place I've ever urinated is into a water balloon. Okay. And it doesn't work as good as as it says (laughs) on on like TV and movies. Okay. (laughs) So... I, I just know how tight the top of a balloon is. Exactly. Yeah. First, okay, you don't get a good seal. <laughs> you don't have enough back pressure to really feel the balloon. Yeah. And three, good luck painting it off and tying it.
0: <laughs> You're know, going need to definitely wash your hands after it's over <laughs> with.
1: Yes. Okay. It does not work as well as oh, you would hope.
0: LSU fans have been doing it for years. <laughs>
1: well, they must have some kind of secret technique. You ever been to a game at Tiger Stadium? I have not. A, in Death
0: Valley? No, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, it's a great, great experience. But the you know, the long hell rumor is that they throw pee balloons at you You know, <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I, I don't believe it to be true. <laughs> right. LSU fans have always been really fun to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they like to party.
1: Well, if anybody else out there has any questions, you can go to our Discord server. That's right. Uh, link in the show notes. You can join and you can go to the channel. Ask John questions about stuff. We will ask him those questions on the show, and he will answer them 100% correctly.
0: Yeah. Be a best way, if you want to interact with Tiny and I on a regular basis, <laughs> is yes. in there. And you also get to uh, interact with the mayor of our Discord server, uh, Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey. uh, Cause he is uh, quite. He keeps it running in there, really. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. really does. Yeah, he's the engine that drives that.
1: Uh, one thing that we have to do before we can end this show is we have to thank our patrons. We thank you, patrons. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you, each and every one. <laughs> and we would like to thank by name those who donate at the ten or above tier, and they are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne. Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams. <laughs> shout out to Thomas. Mr. Todd Glover, and Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will.
0: Mick Will. Yes. Yes. Who got a special shout
1: out. <laughs> yes, yeah, special yeah. shout out. We thank you all so much for donating to the show and just supporting what we do. Yeah. We, we thank you.
0: No, it, it, you're you're going to bring the show to greater heights, and <laughs> yes. uh, we can't do it without you because. Frankly, Tiny and I are broke. We're both living way above our means here. Uh, I thought
1: that was just me. I had no idea I somehow made my way over into your boat. I'm trying
0: to act humble to make you feel better. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'd like to point out, I did just give you a, a area rug this week too. <laughs> just did. didn't try to make a buck off of it. I know you guys are in in dire straits over here. I uh, brought John, you a rug.
1: John said. uh Oh, this rug is hideous. Why did we ever even let that in this house? I'm going to go set it on the street and let Tiny come pick
0: through it. The real story is I was trying to sell it on Facebook, and a lady said she would meet me, and then she completely ghosted me, and I got mad about it. Clearly...
1: John has never sold anything on Facebook before because (laughs) this happens all the time.
0: (laughs) I don't understand it. Why would you pretend to want something and then not follow through? She clearly changed her
1: mind or found another rug she wanted better. Well,
0: all she had to do was say, "Hey, you know, I don't want that one."
1: But she's not going to do that (laughs) because because she doesn't care about you. You're just a profile picture (laughs) on a social media site. I had
0: three other people who wanted it in the time that she said after she said she wanted it, and I told them no. Yeah, she
1: she doesn't care about those people. Well. Horrible!
0: Like <laughs> she's a horrible person, and I was going to set the rug on fire and send her a picture of it. And I was so mad about it, and then I thought, "Hey, Tiny's poor. I should just give it to him." Yes, <laughs> and so I came or gave it to you. And told you, you could sell it. I don't care. I'm not messing with them. I will never sell anything on Facebook again. I immediately called up Jeff,
1: our buddy Jeff, (laughs) and asked him if SDL and Ministries would need it. And Jeff told me over the phone, no, Tiny, you need this more. (laughs) You go ahead and keep it. I'm surprised you
0: didn't give it to him and then buy it back from him. (laughs) Anyways, I will never sell anything on Facebook again. (laughs) That lady made me so mad. Like, I gave her my address. My cell phone number, my office number, everything yeah. went through the trouble of putting it in my car, bringing it to work with me, and she just never said anything again.
1: <laughs> um, if you would like to join our Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> you can head on over to patreon.com yeah. slash Earth Oddity. We have several tiers, but if you get on the $5 tier, right. you get an extended show every single week, and once a month, you get an all-exclusive show. Yeah.
0: You would have, you could join at the five dollar tier ten times to equal what I would have made off of that rug on <laughs> yes. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So join up; it's, a, it's quite a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: this is not a podcast that's done only for the super rich. No, <laughs> Or for the common. Man. Just like Jurassic Park, <laughs> this is a podcast made for all. That's right. <laughs> One thing that I would kind of like to talk about briefly before we cut off the free show, yeah, is my dad. I'm not going to go into great detail, but he did fall down the stairs, uh, this weekend, this past weekend, by the time this comes out and it was not good. Yeah. And we're actually having a meeting later today to decide whether or not we're going to take him off life support. Mm. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up that, uh, next week may be a regular show. It may be like a John and Hudson show. again. We could try that again. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I just want everybody to know that um I do appreciate everyone listening to the show and uh you know forever for since we started the show I talked about wanting to do a show with my dad and just ask him cuz my dad was a funny guy and he had a, like a great sense of humor, sure. he had a lot of funny stories to tell and I just you know there was there was never there was never time. I, you know there was always something going on. Either things weren't good for him or, or I was too busy and it just never happened. So right and now it never will probably so i just wanted to i guess just take a minute i don't want to bring the whole show down i did want to save this to the end no but yeah if anyone out there you know if you've got something that you want to talk to your family or, or get something cleared or whatever it is just a uh, just a reminder and we all know this but you know the bible says that uh the word of god is is like, or what is it it's like a man who looks at the mirror and sees what he looks like and immediately forgets about it mm-hmm. when he looks away. Right. We all know that this life is temporary and that we are not guaranteed the next five minutes. I mean, right. an asteroid could fall through this house and sure. kill us instantly five minutes from now. Would just, <laughs> it
0: would be amazing. It would be amazing. All the ways to go. <laughs> yes. That's one of my topics, yes. But, uh, you know, we don't
1: know, we don't know what the future holds. So,
0: well, and I, I would say, tiny number one, if, we can't put out a podcast next week. I don't. I imagine under these circumstances, our listeners will be very understanding. <laughs> and if they're not, I will tell them to go stick it up the wrong. Personally,
1: <laughs> but not the patrons. No, but not
0: the people who pay <laughs> us. You guys yes. are cool. But I, you know, I'll be praying for you and your family. Mm-hmm. I know all of our listeners will be too, uh, or those who don't believe will be doing whatever it is they do. Yeah. You know, I don't the, thoughts. <laughs> yeah, thoughts, vibes, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. And that, you know, you're not going to go through this alone and that we are all here for you. Mm -hmm. In this weird, wild community we've created in Earth Oddity. Yes. There's actually really awesome people from all walks of life, all walks of faith or non faith. And somehow we all get along like the world's supposed to work. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird that if people are just cool, everything happens great. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all just get along and, and everything. So I hate you going through it. I really do, um, but we certainly understand. And if we can't put out a podcast, that ain't the worst thing that's ever happened.
1: And also, let me say that the people who listen to this—you know, even if you're not a patron, if if you're just a, a loyal listener—you know, we've yeah. gotten a lot of feedback saying, "Hey, guys, thanks for doing your show because I really enjoy it." But I want to let everybody know how much it means that they would listen to us. Sure. Because you know, I was thinking about this the other day. If you if you're talking to somebody. They have to listen, yeah, because they're right there. Yeah, you right. know, you have a captive audience. Yeah, the people who will like listen to you talk on the internet. You know, yeah. it. That, that, those are the people who care about what you have to say. And sure. granted, we're, we do a, a humor. We're trying to be funny. We're trying to entertain people. But it trying be the key word. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it does mean a lot. And I appreciate everybody who's joined our Facebook group, who listens to our show, who's joined our Discord. Yeah. And especially the people who donate to our Patreon. Thank you all so much. It really means a lot.
0: We're gonna have to put your dog down, just <laughs> yes. so you know. I just want to go on record that if you leave the door unlocked one day when you guys go somewhere, I can handle this problem for you, and we will not have to worry about it anymore. Yes. Okay,
1: we're gonna be pulling two plugs <laughs> if something don't stop. That is morbid. <laughs>
0: that is morbid, tiny
1: My dad would laugh. Sure, if he My would. dad Was in the room in with all the right time. Now, he would think it was hilarious. all time
0: funny joke. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. I
1: I agree. I mean, truth be told, I get my sense of humor from my dad Sure. because my dad he he enjoyed a dark joke right every yeah. now and again yeah. himself. So
0: no. yeah, a, a great man, veteran. You know, <laughs> yes. He, yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, once again, I hate you're going through it, tiny, and I appreciate the fact that you were able to soldier on today. You
1: know, <laughs> honestly, this has really been good. I mean, because I've, I mean, obviously, uh, I felt better today. We're going to kill the dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to kill the
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything to say before we end the free show? No, just that we love everybody. and yes. like you said, I mean the people who choose to listen to us for whatever reason, patron not patron. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, sometimes I question your sanity, but I do. <laughs> I really do appreciate it uh, because you uh, help make me and Tiny feel happy every week. Yes, and that's good. I need all of that I can get because that's your love language. <laughs> yeah, that's my love language, and I'm on the verge of slipping into an alcohol or drug problem at <laughs> any moment. So, uh, you guys are helping pulling me out of that.
1: Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all.
0: That's right.
1: If you would like to email into the show, we are at planetmail.net If you would like to tweet at us, very active on Twitter, that is at underscore earthoddity on Twitter, we post our show art on Instagram. That's right. With that same handle, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. Getting a lot of love on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a link to our Discord in the show notes. Yeah. And if you're blind and would like to tell us about your pooping habits, we have a phone number. What's that phone yeah. number?
0: If you if you have sight and want to tell us about your pooping habits, <laughs> yes. you can call, too. Let's not limit people, <laughs> anyone who wants to tell us about their pooping <laughs> habits. 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an
1: excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye.
0: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.